Yeah, um, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, I feel like this event last year was a bit of a reset for me. Uh, it came, you know, directly the week after uh, the Open Championship in Port Rush, and it was good. It was nice to just to be able to. I think I referred to it as just getting straight back on the horse. Um, so it was nice to to play well and you know got myself into the final group. I think I was I might have been leading by one going into the final day. Um, so it was good to get into the final group and sort of play some good golf here last year to to just sort of move forward from from what happened to Portrush. So um, yeah, good memories. I you know I played well. I didn't quite have it on the final day, and, and Brooks played really well. But um, you know Southwind's always been a course that I've enjoyed. You know going back to just the you know when it wasn't a, a World Golf Championship and it was the week before the U.S. Open. I played a couple times and and have played well. So. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a golf course that that suits me, um, and the condition of the place right now is perfect. So I'm excited to get out there and, and play tomorrow. Oh. I can't hear you. You're on mute. Oh, oh there you go. Sorry. Perfect. <laughs> so last season you won your second FedEx Cup of the Tour Championship. Can we get some comments on this busy stretch of golf as we approach the FedEx Cup playoffs in about three weeks? Yeah, it's um, you know it's it's coming thick and fast. You know we've got this week obviously, which is a, a huge event and a lot of um, you know a lot of points on the line. Uh, obviously, PGA next week a major, um, which is the first major of the year, which sounds sort of weird. Um, and then yeah, then obviously the three playoff events. So. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 busy. Uh, you know, you, this is the time to play well. You know, I, I sort of feel fortunate that I had that good stretch of golf before everything shut down. You know, I've been able to sort of hold my position in the FedEx Cup, and and obviously that's a you know that's a huge incentive. The next few weeks is you know get get myself in in position for for East Lake and uh, obviously trying to go back to back. Hey, Lauren, you just mentioned how long it's been since you played the major championship. It, 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 when you sit and you think about it, it's been over a year, and that's different than any other situation. Do you approach next week any differently? Uh, not, I mean, I, I, maybe a little bit. Um, you know, it's not like I've, uh, I don't think I've ever went and played a PGA championship site beforehand. Um, and obviously, I'm not going to do it this year. Uh, obviously here it's sort of it's it's nice it sort of feels like it's back to the the old days where we played Akron and then went straight to the PGA Championship it's it's sort of it's a I always enjoyed those two weeks uh, and I I did well um, I did well going that way so it sort of reminds me back you know when we when we did that so um, I don't think I'm approaching it any differently obviously it is going to be different you're not going to have fans and Atmosphere is not going to be what we're used to at a major championship, but you know it's a it's a major championship venue. It's a great golf course, obviously a, a really strong field, and um, I don't think there's any better way to get prepared than you know to, to play here this week. And just a different follow-up: the U.S. Open announced today there won't be any fans at Wingfoot. Can yeah. you imagine? And I know this is hard, not knowing what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. But when do you think you, you would feel comfortable with fans back on the golf course? Um, when would I feel comfortable when there's fans back in the golf? I think, um, 
I guess when there's less of a chance of, of people getting sick, I guess. Um, and whether that's, you know, they discover more about the virus or there's different treatments, whether that's a vaccine or, or other, um, other treatments. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, again, like being out here, I feel pretty safe. You know, we get tested, you know, multiple times a week and, um, you know, inside the bubble, you know, we, I think we're, you know, we're pretty much not, a, not, you know, there's obviously you can limit your exposure as much as you can, but, um, yeah, as it's hard though. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, whether it's a vaccination or whether it's, you know, something happens where, you know, there's a breakthrough and, and, you know, we know a little bit more about, you know, what's going on in the virus. Uh, but I, I probably can't give you a definitive answer when I'd be comfortable with, with crowds again. Thanks, Bert. Next question, Dylan share with golf.com. Hey, Rory. All right, so let's see, a couple weeks ago, um, I asked you a question, you asked if I had read Range by David Epstein. I said okay. that I had, actually, because okay. I wanted to hear your answer, but now I have read it. Okay. I'm wondering if you think you're more of a, uh, a Roger Federer upbringing or Tiger Woods upbringing in that kind of duality that he sets up. Um, I'm probably a little more of the Federer. I, I played quite a few sports growing up and um, obviously I, I specialized in golf and that was what I was the best at, but it didn't prohibit me from playing other sports, I guess, and enjoying them. And um, so probably a little bit. I, 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 yeah, I definitely, yeah, more on that side of things, but um, obviously still the majority was, was golf. Do you get a so, sense that most of your fellow pros are the same? Um, yeah, yes and no. Um, you know, there's, I think there's some people that, um, you know, maybe don't, you know, maybe didn't play many other sports growing up or, you know, were, you know, I guess those are the guys that maybe come out real early and do well early and, and then um, not fizzle out, but I definitely think there's, you know, golf is a long career and, you know, the last, the, the last time you can spend like purely at it is probably a good thing. I mean, I think we probably see it in the women's game more than the men's game where I think some of these girls get get burnt out in their mid twenties and, and, and retire, you know, um, where golf's a, a, a golf, a sport and a career where you can play a long time and, you know, play into your, you know, Phil's here this week and he's, he's 50 years old. So, um, you know, I feel like someone like him, he's had a, had a pretty good balance and, you know, I'm pretty sure he, he played a few different sports growing up as well. Thanks. Thank you. Next question, Kat Ortiz with PGATour.com. Hi, Rory. Um, so this course kind of has a notorious uh, history uh, with water balls. Um, Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> uh, when you're thinking about going into the week, what's your strategy and your game plan? Yeah, it's, um, it's different, right? So here it's a par 70. Uh, there's only two par fives. So you really want to try to you know, they're the, the two obvious birdie chances. Um, 
you know, that are coming up. Um, but then there's also, I think this week looking at it, it's, you know, there's not much rough here, but then if you do hit it in the rough, it's, you know, it, the, the balls, it's going to, going to be hard to control your ball from there. So, you know, first thing, you know, you put it in the fairway and put it in play. But I think the biggest thing around here is your approach play. And I think sort of, there seems to be a lot of approach shots between like 140 yards to 170 yards. So that's a, that's a real, that's a key distance this week. You know, if you can sort of get your pitching wedge through seven iron dialed in and, and get those working really well, um, I think you'll always have a, you know, a, a good chance around this course. Thank you. Thank you. Adam Shupak with Golf Week. Thanks for making time for us today. No worries. Uh, how do you explain what went wrong for you last year on Sunday? And what did you take away? What did you learn from that experience that helped you when you faced Brooks again on another Sunday in Atlanta? Yeah, I think if anything, I was just a little too... I was a little too passive, a little too... Um, you know, go out there, play, you know, hopefully have a good day, you know, whatever. You know, I was just a little too, um, ca not casual about it, but just not as, not as aggressive as, as I probably should have been. Um, and then to, to sort of see how Brooks approached it. Um, you know, and I said that after I, you know, after I played well at Eastlake, I said, you know, the, the thing that I, the biggest compliment I can give Brooks is I, I tried to be more like him today. Um, so that was really the, the big thing. Um, so yeah, I just wasn't, instead of like going and, you know, if you've got a chance to win a trophy, go and grab it with both hands instead of letting it, you know, come to you. You know, and I sort of approached it like trying to just let it come to me and, um, you know, at, at East Lake, I was, you know, I, I had a chance and I was just going to, you know, I reached out with two hands and, and grabbed it. So that was the, that was the difference. Do, do you want to win this tournament more than say another, just because you felt like you kind of had it and you let it get away? Um, not particularly. I mean, I, I want to, I want to play well and, you know, I, I guess, you know, over the last four weeks I've, you know, there's been some decent golf in there, but obviously some uh, pretty bad stuff too. So, um, yeah, I just want to put it. I just want to put four solid rounds together. Um, you know, I haven't really done that since coming back out of the, you know, out of the lockdown. So, you know, if, and if I do put four solid rounds together, then I know I'll have a chance to win. Thank you. Thanks. Bernie McGuire with Daily Record. Rose, hi. How are you? Hey, Bernie. All good. Um, I've got a bit of a question out of left field, and it's probably more of a um, um, equipment question, but I think you might have touched on before the, the dwarf strap. What do you find the benefits of wearing the, the strap, and how valuable has it been to you, particularly in these um, continuing uncertain times? The whoop? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I've been wearing the whoop um, for over a year. Uh, I started wearing it in May of, of last year. And I, I love it. It just, for me, it, it keeps me, it keeps me accountable of my habits and making sure that I do the right things, you know, after I play, um, before I go to bed, um, making sure that I get a good night's sleep and good rest and recovery so that I wake up the next day, you know, ready to do the same thing all over again. So, um, it's, it's been a huge help for me. Um, you know, I, I wore it more for, 
for you know looking at my recovery and my daily strain and stuff but then obviously as covid hit and the fact that they measure your um respiratory rate you know that's been huge in terms of whoop being able to you know identify you know maybe someone that is asymptomatic but you know could have covid 19 so um i think that the you know will ahmed the ceo at whoop and all the, the the people on his team have done a have done an unbelievable job at mobilizing obviously getting them out here to the pga tour um you know, getting them on lpga tour uh, they've partnered with a lot of you know different sports organizations and um i think it's going to be a you know a hugely important piece of equipment going forward for people to just monitor their health and, and make sure that that they're not getting sick so you know it's been i think you know whoop has been a, a huge help to the pga tour just a, just a, just a, if I may, just a quick follow-up question and probably more related on this side of the pond you probably heard the news about the dunhill lynch i know you were disappointed last year not to sort of win that but any any further news regarding the stage of the irish open if the irish open doesn't go ahead sadly could you see yourself probably just playing the one european tour event this year uh i um I, I have no idea about the. I have no idea about um, the Irish Open, Bernie. To be honest, I've, I've, yeah, I've no clue. Um, you know as much as I do. Um, and then, regard, like I, honestly, I, I don't know if I see myself going back to Europe this year. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to travel. I don't know if I want to, you know, you know, be exposed to more things and more people and so i don't i don't know i have no idea I, i'm sort of taking it week by week i've got my schedule planned up until the u.s open which is obviously a couple of weeks after the tour championship and then i i honestly don't have any i have no idea what i'm going to do after that okay well thanks so much anyway good luck this week thanks bernie cheers next question doug ferguson associated press Rory, I, I realize the Masters and PGA are, are different, but usually there's there's a big buildup toward the first major of the year. Um, that's going to be next week, by the way, and it just seems odd right now. Does it does it seem like you're you're gearing up for major season? Uh, not really. Uh, it's a again, it's a. I think all all these tournaments are created by their atmosphere and, and everyone has a different feel and everyone and I, you know, every tournament this, you know, since coming back off the lockdown has felt the same, you know, whether it's the, uh, whether it's the Colonial or the Travelers Championship or the Memorial or whatever it's been, um, you know, it's the people and the, you know, and the atmosphere, that's what makes a tournament. And when you don't have that, you know, there's, there's nothing really for them to differentiate themselves. Obviously the courses are different setups are a little different but um you know at the end of the day it's 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 all sort of the same okay that's all thanks, thanks. Okay. a couple more here um adam shupak golf week one more for you rory um lee westwood and he said that they're, they're not going to play the pga i'm just curious do you sympathize with their fight at all? And if there had been a, a British Open and things were reversed, you had to go over there for just one event, would you have been willing to do that? 
I, I, I understand their plight because, you know, I'm, I'm just after saying, I don't know if I would travel, you know, in, in the fall and, and go and play, you know, some of these, these other events in Europe. Um, but if, you know, if it was a major championship, it would probably be different. And I, I probably would go over and play it, but that's not to say what Lee and Eddie are doing isn't right. You know, they, you know, they feel safer and they, they feel, um, you know, that, that their time is better spent at home and, and not exposing themselves to more people and, and not having the chance of getting sick or getting someone else sick. So I completely understand where they're coming from. But if, you know, as you said, if it was an open championship and I had the chance to go over and play, um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably take the risk and, and go and play. Last one here, Rory, before you go. This was an email question from a Boston outlet. Um, with the FedEx Cup playoffs looming, you're a two-time champion at TPC Boston. Just some comments on heading back there for the Northern Trust to start the playoffs and how your game fits that course. Yeah, I'm excited to get back to Boston. Actually, I, I missed it last year. Um, it's always been a nice, a nice stop on the schedule and obviously some nice memories there. Went in a couple times. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to get back. Uh, it's a it's been a golf course that's that's you know been good for me over the years, and uh, feel like my game my game fits it well. Uh, so yeah, it's you know I'm I'm always up for going back to familiar familiar courses and and, and places that we've that we've all been to a bunch of times, and you know, I'm excited to get back to Boston. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old US of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close.
Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoeingGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit footjoy.com slash shoe finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. 
It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com.